Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. Love having my conversations with David Wilcox, Dr. David Wilcox. He is uh, really uh, one that we get great feedback on uh, every time he's on the show, and uh, he just brings such unique perspective to uh, every con- conversation, uh, and he brings a lot of clarity about an issue that we need clarity around, which is health care. He has a phenomenal book. It's, it's almost like a healthcare care owner's manual. Uh, that uh, really helps people to uh, navigate uh, what is uh, what is very very difficult, and I and I, I believe, and we've talked about this. I think you agree too. It's difficult by design. It's a lot of shell game going on, uh, a lot of opaqueness design to protect uh, the wealth of the uh, system and not the health of their of their patients. That's correct. You nailed it right so, on the head. I think we're done here. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks. I'm glad you were with us today. But that, that pretty much is it. And health transparency, health transparency the real truth. Uh, you know, and, and before we get into this, let's talk about your book real quick, which is phenomenal. Honestly, you know, if, you're, if you um, are sick or will ever be sick, which is all of us at some point, right, <laughs> you're going to want to have this book, uh, and you want to read it before you start having health issues or good luck with that. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't care how optimistic your financial advisor are, you know, your financial advisors are, they always tell you the caveat to everything is your health. And if that goes south the way, you know, way the health care, uh, you know, insurance is, you're probably screwed no matter how much money you have. <laughs> so that, that's just not a very good thing, David. Talk about your, your experience. I think your unique background uh, in nursing uh, is phenomenal, uh, much, very helpful uh, to the listener and your book real quickly before we get into our topic. Okay, so um, the reason why I wrote this book is, you know, I used to admit patients, and you give them a gown, and their whole backside is exposed, and uh, they're eating crappy food on a regular schedule, and they're, half of their rights are stripped away. They don't know that they can ask questions when, when a nurse is giving a medication, and that's where most of the errors happen. So I wrote this book to inform the, the general public about what to expect in the American healthcare system, what to do if the insurance company denies your bill, um, what to do when your pharmaceutical costs are out of control, and so um, how to avoid being a victim of the American healthcare system. A patient's handbook for survival is a must-read for anybody, especially in our current healthcare system. It's insane. It's utterly. It's like a horrific game show. Uh, it's like a sci-fi dystopian game show. <laughs> it's unbelievable what <laughs> what people are going through, and so they make these efforts, and they and, you know, and and it looks like uh, they're they're meaningful and helpful. And one of those <clears throat> happened this year, right? Another one of those happening in January. Why don't you kind of like set the stage for us? Okay, so on January first, two thousand and twenty-two, we saw legislation passed to require hospitals to provide transparency to the cost of procedures they perform. The hospitals were supposed to list these costs in a consumer-friendly format on their websites. To date, only 16% of hospital systems are compliant with this mandate. Minimal fines have been administered to those who are non-compliant. In fact, there was a a healthcare organization in Georgia that just really did a good job because they got fined, 800 and something thousand dollars. The feeling in the healthcare community is that the hospital systems would rather roll the dice with the regulatory bodies who are charged with enforcing this mandate than reveal to customers the cost for procedures. Hospital systems are only becoming compliant after they have been fined. 
that's interesting because with price transparency in healthcare, we really need the regulatory bodies to enforce it. So another piece of legislation that occurred back on July 1st is that insurance companies now have to list the costs for the various procedures. And the insurance companies said they'll have to hire so many more people in order to do this. Um, but, you know, they send you a detailed bill, right, when you're done with your hospital procedure. So, and they also ask, they also do preliminary stuff on the front end of it. So they have the people to do it. They don't, just don't want the prices out there. Um, but mm -hmm. they can find, yeah, so, so one thing that the, that the Centers of Medicare and Medicaid Services learned around this hospital compliance was they weren't finding them enough initially. So they bumped the costs up um, a second time. But what they did with the insurance companies is they can find them $100 a day per member. So the insurance companies have a lot more to lose if they're not in compliance with this. Um, so it's interesting because we can pass as much legislation as we want, right? But unless it's enforced and we make these insurance companies price transparent or the hospital systems price transparent, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah, you know, and part of the problem is even with the efforts I've seen, which have been confusing and still very opaque, just in a different sort of way, it feels like what they try to do to the consumer is just overwhelm them with information where it's useless to them. It's like here's a telephone yeah. directory for a city, you know, a major city. Go ahead and read through that. It's like it's like that kind of volume of information or those you know kind of shifty uh, documents you have to sign up for a new service online and you you know go ahead and agree before you proceed, right? And that, that thing's fifteen pages long in small print. It's, it, it has the same feel. To, it has the same feel to it, David. Yeah, yep, it does definitely. I have an example of it in my book where I looked up a total knee procedure at my local hospital. Now, I am a doctor-prepared nurse, but they, everything was in code. And so I would, have needed, I would have needed to hire a coder to be able to figure out what the costs were. I mean, that's just craziness. But they definitely don't want you to know because if you have a high deductible, and let's say you find out, like in my situation, I found out a total knee surgery at the hospital was $12,000 if I was going to walk in and pay cash. And so when I checked on an ambulatory surgery center, it was only $8,000. Oh, and by the way, the ambulatory surgery center had better quality outcomes than the hospital that, that priced it at 12000 So they really don't want you to know because they know that you can find out enough information to lower your costs. They'd rather just keep you in the dark about it. Yeah, yeah, and we're not even talking about, you know, I'm sure you're familiar with Free Market Medical Association out of Oklahoma and groups like that that are like, you know what, you're just getting killed with insurance. You, you ought to be just getting a lot of this stuff directly yourself. I mean, and they're even talking lower costs with better outcomes. It's insane. Yeah, it really is. But remember, the insurance companies are a business that are beholden to their stockholders. They don't care if you get better or if you don't get better. Um, they yeah. just want to make sure that they make enough money off from you. And then, you know, they'll come back if you get something that's really serious, like cancer or something, they'll come back and deny your claim nine ways from Sunday just to make sure that they keep profitable. I mean, that's, that's insane. <laughs> I'm laughing because that means they're going to make you die. Yeah. Well, you know, you know how many people, <laughs> you know how many people actually push off going, going to the hospital or going to the doctor's office because they don't know what it's going to cost? 
the last statistics I read were like 40% of Americans, especially people who don't make a lot of money, they won't even walk into a hospital if they feel sick. And what happens in that case, Kevin, is that they get worse, especially if, if they've got a cancer or something like that or, or something's wrong with their heart. They just continue to get worse until when they finally show up, boom, they're a, a huge moneymaker for the hospital system um, and, and for the physicians. It's, you know, it's just counterproductive. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, and I'm surprised it's only 40%, to be perfectly honest with you, uh, because it's the whole process is the, the getting better is more terrifying than the disease. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, there's, I mean, I've, I've read countless cases of people that, that just got worse and worse and eventually died. Um, my wife actually was a home care nurse, and she had a patient with, a, with an insurance that you, would, um, that you would recognize, and they would not cover the cost of cancer treatment and basically put this person on palliative care to die. And, and then they wow. would even co- cover the opioid costs, you know, for the, for the pain medication. And so she had to take all of that on and buck the system to get this person what they needed. I mean, that's just wow. insane incredible it's just incredible when you think about it and so yeah you know and so where 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 are we at right now in this what what do you want the listener to be aware of in this uh situation right now yeah so i want you to be educated on what's going on in healthcare, and i don't want you to be a victim of it um so there is a different payment model out there so what our current payment model is fee for service that means if i show up sick they make money off me, right? So the hospital, the doctors, and all of that. If I show up really sick because I put it off for a while, they make more money on me. But there is a a different payment structure called value-based care in which a group of doctors, they call them accountable care organization, fancy name for a group of doctors, share in a capitated amount. In other words, the insurance company pays a certain amount for your health care, and they're incentivized to keep you healthy. So if you're not in an accountable care organization right now, you need to get on your computer and Google accountable care organizations in your city or in your suburb or wherever you are and get yourself into that. They're incentivized to make sure you stay healthy. Fee-for-service, they're incentivized to see patients. That's why when you see a doctor, they're in and out in 10 minutes. They don't have time to really if you're get lucky. holistically. Yeah, if you're lucky, right. Um, yeah. don't have time to get time. Half of that time is just getting into the little quote they put on you, which why do you need that for this kind of visit anyway? But, I mean, it's, it's right. incredible. They treat symptoms. They don't treat patients. That's it. Exactly. That's it. Yeah. You know, so, you know Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say in the old days s- when you had the country doctor that came to your house, he could look around and see what, what was in your, you know, pantry, what you were eating. Um, it, it was more of a holistic approach, right? And that's what we're getting back to with this value-based care. People are, sometimes they do house visits just to see what kind of environment you're in. Um, they check out your zip code to see if you're in an at-risk zip code. So there's a, a, a lot more to it um, than just showing up sick and getting treated. So it seems to me that insurance companies would like value-based, but we don't hear about it. Yeah, actually they do because they can pay a certain amount, and then the physicians are at risk for your, for your health, right? Yeah. So they probably yeah. overpay a little bit, but then the physician group is taking on the risk for your health. So they do like it, yeah. So are you able to, you know, with, with your health insurance, how difficult is it to 
find these? I mean, how do you even find someone? You said look up value-based? Accountable care organizations, yes. Accountable um, care organizations. Yeah. Yep. And, of course, a lot of it will have to do with the – go ahead. No, I was going to say look them up on the computer, and then you're right. You've got to dance to the insurance company to see if they're part of it or if they will be yeah. part of it. Yeah. So if you've got certain types of limited uh, policies, like, for example, HMOs, you'll probably have a problem with this. Yes, you will. Definitely with an HMO, you'll have a problem. You, you, Not in so much fact, probably even in PPO, I mean, you're probably looking really at POS, point of service. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But I would think there'd be some wiggle room with a PPO um, because you're allowed to pick different providers so within you know, a certain network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, as always, man, you and I go long because we're having really, I find it very stimulating. Uh, in fact, you're one of the only people I can talk to about healthcare uh, issues and get positively excited even though we have a lot of doom and gloom from what's going on because you do make an incredibly powerful case that there is a better way and that uh, individuals should be owners when it comes to their health and not victims, which is really what the healthcare system, you know, even when you describe the whole process of going to a hospital, you know, the walking around with your rear end and being exposed, all of that just seems like part of a larger effort to put, put patients in their place. Yeah, it, it definitely is to let you know who's boss, right? So don't question anything yeah. and let us just do our job. You need to question everything. If somebody's bringing you a strange pill in a hospital, you need to say, what is this for? Why am I taking it? What are the side effects? And if they don't have time to answer it, don't take that pill till they do. There you go. David is a featured columnist at uh, uh, usadailytimes.com, plus we uh, have them all over the place at priceofbusiness.com and our other media. Make sure you check them out. Final thoughts, including how do we get your book? And your website. We need your website, too. Yeah, so I have got a website, drdavidhelps.com. And if you go up there and sign up for my periodic updates, I will give you a healthcare, free re- healthcare resource guide with one-click access to find out what your hospital's rated, what your doctor's rated, um, to GoodRx and to Mark Cuban's online pharmacy, and a price transparency tool that's, that's brand new out there called Turquoise. So if you go to drdavidhelps.com and sign up, you'll get that free resource guide. You can get my book on Amazon. Um, just look for How to Avoid Being a Victim of the American Healthcare System. Um, I know that's a, a long title, but <laughs> it's out there. It's got yeah. an ambulance on the cover, and you can get it up there. It's less than $20. Dr. David, is Dr. D-O-C-T-O-R or D-R? It, you, can, you can do either D-R, David Wilcox, or Dr. David Helps, drdavidhelps.com. Um, we'll get you there. Or that doctor. sounds simple. Yep. That sounds like, and even Kevin can do that. I like that. David, thanks as always for being with us. Yes, thanks for having me, Kevin. Always a pleasure to talk with you. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.